Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Groovy, baby. Yes, we are screening Austin Powers. It's coming up. <laughs> International Man of Mystery. It's the 20th anniversary of the most shagadelic film of all time. It's official. It's been checked by us. It is the most shagadelic and most horny movie of all time. I, it might sound ostentatious, but I think it would be powers powerful for you to see this film. And when can they see us? August 16th at... Sydney's very own Golden Age Cinema. One of the best cinemas in the entire country, I do declare it. I do declare it. And Sam Campbell, do you have any more fun puns? Well, the tickets are available <laughs> at ourgoldenage.com.au or purchase. And I suggest doing so because the tickets are almost sold out for this event. So buy it and then hang out with us on the most shagadelic and horny evening of the entire year. I love Golden Age. I don't tell lies, but I do break promises. <laughs> it's my check. It's my check. The podcast that Mike buys. Hello, horny babies, and welcome to another episode <laughs> of Mike Check, the early podcast that goes through the entire works of Mike Myers, who is a comedian, just to check if it is good or if it is not as good as we would hope. <laughs> we currently are a gong show recap podcast because Mike Myers is deep undercover as the host of the current iteration of the gong show, Tommy Maitland. We're sure it's him. There's been no solid proof yet, but we are hey, the you've ex- got no proof. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is a famous Tommy Maitland quote. Uh, so there is no proof out there, but we are the experts. We're the ones declaring that it is him. On this episode, we're going to be discussing episode Episodes four and five of the Gong Show. Yeah, is that right. it? That's what we just four. watched. We just watched episodes four and five of S-O-1, the Gong Show. So one, EO four, So one, EO five. Correct, a good go. My name is Alexi Toliopoulos, and with me, as always, is Cameron James. Hello, Cammy J. Hello. Uh, <laughs> great to be here. Great to be nestled into your ear holes. Great to be recapping the Gong Show once again. A show that we don't know if we like, mm. but we are forced. To watch. I think I like it at the moment, I okay. would say. Okay, you're on an I, I had a wonderful day watching with you and a very a wonderful guest. guest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we intro, Sid? Yes. Let's do it. You know him from 
online content. <laughs> it's comedian Sam Campbell. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome to Mike Check. Thank, Thank you for joining us. I'm a us. big fan of the show. I've listened to every episode except for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, that means the world to us that you yeah. would really support your mates in this endeavour. That's so exciting. Wow. Thanks for watching the gong show with us as well. Yeah, yeah. I liked Even though we didn't get a torrent, it was a streamed. Yeah, yeah, we streamed it. We're famously streaming this We're show. Um, we don't cross the streams. That's rule number one. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. A lot of shit will go down if that yeah, were to happen. Yeah. But rule we... number two, find a good Russian site. Yeah, this yeah. one we didn't quite get Russian. We did get Ukraine. We were on a Ukraine stream this week. I like yeah. the little uh, the w- little women in the side saying, like, yeah. ooh, come and have sex with me. Yeah, <laughs> hot Ukrainian babes in your area. Yeah. I'm like, I want them in my fucking downstairs area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sammy, are you a big fan of Mike Myers? Yeah, yeah, I, I reckon I'm up there. Yeah, with who? With us? With people who, who <laughs> like him a bit. A bit. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. What's your favourite role of Mike Myers? Oh, me? And you can say one of Fat Bastard's roles if you want. <laughs> if you want to be funny about it, you can do that as an option. I, I like his role as... I just like... he. I think he is an auteur. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that you, that's obviously something you probably have discussed a lot. Yes. But I like how he... <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're giving that a go. But like, that's my... Fa- like, I like how he creates, he brings things to life. Like, yeah. he, he kind of... I mean, I don't know, like, he doesn't direct the movies or anything, but it's his... No. It's but it's vision. his baby. He writes yeah. them, he creates the characters, he's always working on the script while he's on set, mm-hmm. even on things that he doesn't necessarily love, like Cat in the Hat, he was rewriting it, even though he hated that project. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a... Sometimes yeah. he's an auteur, sometimes he's an autard. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, my favourite, yeah, my favourite, like, character that he's yeah. done, uh, Mini-Me. <laughs> actually, I think you'll find that's actually not him, it's just a smaller version based on it's one of his actual characters. Yeah, it's a, it's a little version of him. That's a... Yeah. He's a miniature person. He's um, a short-statured man. Yeah, he's a miniature Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I would say um, he's a little uh, tripod. Doctor E, Doctor Evil. Yeah, and <laughs> was a little bit of an impression yeah. of Doctor Evil that you do. You did do Doctor Evil at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil, one of the great characters. Um, a, a truly comedic gem. One of my favourite types of characters. A man who wants power, mm. but is disrespected by everyone. <laughs> Not unlike, him. you know, someone like a Rodney Dangerfield, you know? <laughs> someone who's desperate for respect, but he don't get none. Yeah. In fact, Rodney, uh, didn't he used to say, I don't get none respect. I don't get none I don't get none up here. <laughs> well, that's his famous catchphrase. Which is weird because he was actually one of the more respected comedians. And yeah, he's still, still talking about iconic, I would say. It's quite ironic, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's crazy. But maybe back in his day, he didn't mm. get none respect. Early on. Early, early on in his career. He yeah. had his own comedy club called Dangerfields. Yeah, that's a big sign of respect. Yeah. He named it after himself. He had to make his own respect out there in the world. And you can hear that on our podcast, uh, The Danger Files. <laughs> Sam, you were just saying earlier that you want to start a comedy club in an airport. Would you consider calling it Campbell's? <laughs> Cambinos. Um, yeah, because there's these new laws in Sydney. Two hours. You've got to get to the airport two mm. hours early. First, we had the lockout laws. Yeah. Now we've got the lock-in laws. You've got to get in early. Yeah, I see, you know... 
And you see this as a business opportunity. You're one of those business-minded comedians. Don't get me wrong. I think terrorists are sneaky. But, <laughs> I... <laughs> hey, I'll agree with you on that one. I think we can see some, uh, you know, the silver side of the cloud. Mm. And let's have an open mic at the airport. Yeah. People are there for two hours. Sign up. Great. <laughs> Sign up can, on the night. Anyone, anyone can give it a up. shot. So yeah. if you're hanging around at the airport, you can do it. What else are you going to do? Read a fucking new idea magazine? <laughs> Read the naked CEO or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in a lot of airports. Um, so I would love to sign up. Can I MC it? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Right. I reckon you should get a pro MC and then everyone else's sign up. Yeah, everyone else is flying, fly out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's got legs. I'm not going to tell you. I think it's got wings. Because they've done. They did. <laughs> <laughs> They've done comedy on planes before. Yeah, and I've heard it's a great success. Didn't isn't that what Soul Plane is? <laughs> <laughs> Man, is this too comedy centric for your listener? Nah, our... it's a podcast about Mike Myers. <laughs> our listener is a comedy nerd, so yeah. they love this. Our show. listener, he's yeah. just one dude out yeah. there. He thinks it's all funny. Mike Myers. Yeah, actually, Mike. He's got a the... Google alert. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Reese Darby does comedy on planes. Really? Yeah. On like the on like the the mic, just that is the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> like any flight he's on, he just grabs the mic. Excuse yeah. me, hello. Uh, oh, it's like he's here. Plain meeting. <laughs> I got you a gig, Brit. <laughs> just does quotes. It's awesome. <laughs> Quote comedy is my favorite comedy. Well, that's I what they it. want. They want to get their money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we're mentioned, turn out Doctor Evil. Mm. Have you guys reviewed and talked about clips of? When Dr. Evil... Have you watched many clips of, like, when Dr. Evil or Wayne and Garth have done SNL late, like, mm. post We have discussed films? them briefly. We did, the, we did the Dr. Evil one from a couple of years ago when there was the Sony leaks. Because sometimes yeah. it does not go that great. Like, no. it gets, like, the biggest cheers ever, and then it... it and falls then it falls off. Then it falls off. Maybe the writing, they didn't have time. Yeah, or, they didn't have time to perfectly craft it. To I mean, I'm going to blame the writers. I'm not going to blame Mike. No way, Mike is... It. Mike is a genius. He's perfect. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. That's the first time I've declared it. Mike <laughs> is infallible. <laughs> but today we watched The Gong Show. Have you been watching The Gong Show? I've seen the first episode. Maybe I'm up to date. You I've watched seen... now? I think you would probably be up to date with us now, I've right? definitely seen the first and the third. And you saw yeah. the Dana Carvey one? Dana, Dana Carvey one I, was, I loved. Did that you watch the Will Forte it's, episode? Do you know the Dana Carvey one? Mm. Yes, we've discussed it. I did watch it. the Will Forte. I think I might have seen them You're all. You're up to date You've then. seen them all. And Armisen on that as well. Yeah. yeah. But you know when Dana Carvey, there's a bit where he whispers to Mike? Mm. Like, like in one of the ad breaks when they're dancing? Yeah. yeah. He's dancing We've like been trying to crack it. Is that it's like in Lost in Translation? Yeah, yeah. that's it for <laughs> that's us. Our Bill, Lost in Bill Murray whispers to yeah. Scarlett Johansson. I have my theory of what he whispered. What do you think he said? I think he said Wayne's World Three. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, let's do cool. it. Because they're doing Bill and Ted's Three, apparently. Really? Yeah, and well, these are about the same to... age, so let's do Wayne's World Three. I think so. I think it would probably be better than Bill and Ted 3. Yeah, this time they have an internet but show. You can't have these old duffers in it. I'm talking Zac Efron as <laughs> Garth. And Michael Sarah as Wayne. Oh. No, The Rock as Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the classic comedy duo back again. He's the second highest earning star in the world behind Jackie Chan. Really? Yeah. Jackie well, Chan's Jackie number one, Chan's The Rock's number two. It. Who's number three? Number three, isn't that The Mole? <laughs> isn't that Fred Savage? <laughs> That, is oh, that was funny. Deep, my yeah. Sorry, dude. I got an encyclopedic knowledge of the 
Powers trilogy. <laughs> so we're going to be discussing episodes four and five of The Gong Show right now. Mm. Why, where should we start? Should we discuss Tommy Maitland? Yeah, let's start with Tommy. Now, Sam, what do you think of Tommy Maitland? Because we've had our own very in-depth discussions mm. about this guy. I When I first saw him on The, the Tonight Show... I think it was Kimmel. Was it Kimmel? Yeah, Kimmel tonight. Yeah. Was it? Oh, it was Kimmel yeah. and Will and was guest hosting. Yeah. I liked a bit he said in that when he goes, "Do you think he's sexy? Yeah. We, we don't think he's sexy." I love <laughs> just yeah. the phrasing of that. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Like I liked that a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, goes, do you think a- he's sexy? We don't think he's sexy. Like he's like, do, yeah. do you think he's sexy? I don't know why we call him <laughs> Mr. Like- hand Sanitizer. <laughs> I just because <laughs> two pumps and then you wipe it all up. Yeah, the, the jokes take him or leave him, but I just loved so, the delivery the of that energy. one line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something about him that we have often said that Mike Myers is best when he's a little bit horny, and I think that is the epitome of Tommy Malin. He's always just a little bit charged up in the groin area. God, and I can relate to that. I yeah, can, I get it. I didn't like the way, like I just like the way he. I didn't like what he was saying. I just like he's like. Do you think he's sexy? Like, and he's kind of talking to the audience. I don't know. But I do think he's got too much prosthetics on. Yes. And his eyes are too far back in the head. Into the head because they've had to push... The prosthetics yeah. have pushed his face He looks like one of those old chairs, like an old arm cushion. An old... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the upholsteries. Yeah. yeah, with the yeah. button too far back. Yeah, yeah they are like I reckon raisins them, pushed into a pudding. I was going to say bring them forward, but that, how, how would you do that? Bring your eyes forward. Unless he had Just put glasses on him. Unless he had fake eyes, and then how would he grope the contestants? <laughs> he is quite gropey on this show. He really barred up a few times on it. There yeah. was uh, some contestants that were quite sexy. Of course, do you think they're sexy? <laughs> and he certainly did think they were sexy. There was a couple of old bidiacs in these yeah. two episodes. Uh, so the in the first episode that we watched, there was an old bitty act where they were what they were singing to a Jackie Wilson song. Yeah, it was "Do You Love Me." Do and you love me? Ten older ladies. They're from. They're a biddies. Could group. you please call them biddies? Biddies. Biddies with damn titties. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were they, they were dressed were, in uh, coordinated outfits. They look like, like pink, pink ladies. ladies. Pink ladies. Not the apples, but the sluts from Greece. Oh, I would take <laughs> a bite <laughs> of those pink ladies. <laughs> and by Greece, we don't mean my homeland. We're talking about the <laughs> musical. By Greece, we're not. <laughs> talking about what I use to lube up my <laughs> hog. We're talking about... Uh, when we're talking about... Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and they danced around to Do You Love Me and it was probably it, the high point it of... It was probably fun episodes. for them, but nice. <laughs> it was very cute. They Who were doing cares, like tap though? dancing. I thought it was lovely. They got a perfect... I mean, 29 or something I think like they that. got like a high score, but the yeah. judges was stupid and shit. Mm. The it judges was... were being... But Very nice. We'll Tommy was on. Tommy. Tommy was on fire. I he was on fire. I feel like after the Dana Carvey episode, Tommy Maitland yeah. has been renewed with the energy of well, a much I, younger I man. I want to put something out there. I think that the Gong Show can now be broken into two eras: mm. pre-Dana and post-Dana. Yes. And there was a specific moment when, and Sam, you brought this up as well, <laughs> when Dana Carvey stood up as a judge yeah. and oh, started was, yeah. talking in a British accent. That is the moment that the gong show changed. It switched on, baby. And he totally it's broke the structure. It like, it wasn't what yeah. he was supposed to do yeah, at all. Exactly. Like, like the structure. Like Tommy made, came to life. So Tommy made, like, some cheat gag, and then Dana yeah. just started going, I dare oh, <laughs> I do declare! Fantastic. Something like but that. But sometimes I feel like some of the things Tommy Maitland says, I think some of the things he says might have a second meaning. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perhaps an entendre of some kind. Yeah. What do you mean by that? 
You know how he's always like, well, I wouldn't mind banging that twice. Or Sometimes I'm like, mm. is he, is he, is he mean... talking about fucking that woman? Yeah. He had the, the best line with though, mm. that... Um, yeah, this is the Micah's touch. We'll declare it now. This is yeah. the best line of entire Gong Show season thus far. It was incredible. What I'd, was the act that he was talking about? I can't even remember. Uh, I believe it was a burlesque dance. Oh, was it was the woman the, who spun around in a giant the hoop? Yeah, there was ring. a woman who was in a hoop that um, was... Or was it those, I think I found her or was it those dancers again? Maybe. The second lot of dancers. There was also, a, in the second episode, there was a, a bunch of uh, larger women who were dancing. Larger biddies. They were larger yeah. biddies. biddies. Biggies. They were biggies. <laughs> and they were singing along to Big Spender from mm. the musical Sweet Charity. And they were a lot of musicals. their bodies around. It yes. was quite erotic. It was very erotic. And it Tommy- was an orgy of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy really, uh, really reveled in this moment. He brought out one of his fa- from his famous case of props. Mm. He brought out a big stack of cash and started making it rain. Yeah, yeah. he blew his and whole wad. One might say he blew his whole wad. He loved. I love the little props that he has. Mm. I love that little shrine, don't you? That little yeah, Tommy the, shrine, the, the, the with queen Lizzie on it. Yeah. But hang on, so it was the big spender. Act. I think it would have been that. Act. Okay, and he said, um, "All." Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to misquote it. Okay, I wrote it. You down. wrote it down because it's a perla. He comes out. He makes his one of his famous cracks. He says, um, "I thought about that act last night, and this morning I fell downstairs and broke my pajamas." And that took us a few seconds to cotton on to what this mofo was talking about, <laughs> and. All at once, we erupted at laughter. Yes, because that's a kind of joke where it's a thinker. It's a thinker, not a thinker. It's so funny. So he has thought about them at night. And you would assume he's being aroused. He's either jerked off or or had a a wet dream. Nocturnal emission. That's what we call it. Mm. Nocturnal emissions. Yeah. From the dick. Yes. (laughs) From the tip of the dick. And he'd um, absolutely... Creamed uh, his beads. Just caked. Soggy, soaked uh, up his pajama bottoms. Mm. Yeah, boof. And then you know what happens after an emission. You are quite because semen becomes <laughs> become quite spent. and semen becomes quite hard. Yeah, so he would have fallen asleep the whole night, <laughs> and he's in a cocoon of his own <laughs> smegma. In a, in a sarcophagus of his own making. <laughs> And uh, presumably the semen would harden overnight yeah. into the material, thus making it a little bit stiff, mm-hmm. not unlike an erection. Mm-hmm. And then he would be falling down the stairs, and his pajamas would crack, they breaking cr- them, wrapped in in twain. <laughs> Which is very funny. Which is <laughs> funny, and even funnier when you consider this is a primetime show on ABC. Yeah, on yeah. ABC Family. This is exciting to me that they've got Mike talking about his. Cracked cum pajamas <laughs> on TV. Yeah. Oh. On TV, nonetheless. This isn't a feature film. This isn't a film that you have to go to the back area of the video store to pick up. This is available for anyone to watch with their family. A family could have been watching Blackish before this or Modern Family, and now they've come on to this horrible program. <laughs> I love that idea. Do you think the show stinks? Nah. Nah, no, I'm no, no. really come around on the show. Really, I really. I am living in a post Dana standing yeah. up world where I'm. I 100% on board with it. But there are moments where it's a bit shit. Shaving cream would be a low point. Shaving cream. Shaving cream. <laughs> That's, just, no, so so cream. That's one of those lame songs where it's like, 
I saw a nice horse with a nice big deliberately talking about something else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah who exactly. cares? It's just a, it's it's used as a palate <laughs> cleanser in this show. It's yeah. just performed by one of the staff performers who comes out and sings shaving cream with all the audience, maybe one of the fucking dumb acts or whatever, <laughs> and then they'll just get everyone back on board for the next thing. But you can tell everyone hates it. Yeah, and they're really yeah, trying to make it a thing. If any horny babies have watched the Gong Show, you'll mm. know the shaving cream song. And Tommy Maitland keeps tweeting about it. He keeps being like, who knows all the lyrics to shaving cream? Do you find it sexy? <laughs> and all like these fans are pretending to love it. There's no way anyone loves this part. It goes for three minutes. It's so boring. It's, so, and it's a shit song. It's just a yeah. rum, pum, pum, rum, pum, pum. It's an oompa song. <laughs> it's bullshit. That's if, if... I think Tommy Maitland should have a, mi- a mini-me. Yeah. <laughs> if they just get a smaller Tommy Maitland's. Yeah, a little Tommy. Who would you like to be this small Tommy Maitland's? Oh, oh that's great. Again? Maybe Quinton. <laughs> <laughs> Quinton Kenny Hand is a famous Australian media personality. He's a nuisance. <laughs> famous Australia media nuisance. Yeah, he yeah. used to crash. There's a great video of him. <laughs> So he, Crashing the chases. Ray, Ray Martin was obsessed with him from mm. an early age because he's... <laughs> <laughs> from an early age. Because he's extremely um, deformed. Um, he's... <laughs> he's got very brittle bones. Yeah. And if you, I remember specifically... He's got one bone. He's like Mr. Glass from yeah. Unbreakable. <laughs> he's little, okay. He was in that... He was in... <laughs> He was in Mad Max as one of the bod creatures. <laughs> he was in Mad... Yeah. He was in Fury Road, wasn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. used to crash Big Brother. And one time he... He crashed the chasers, I remember He that. was scooting into Big Brother and there was this guy yeah. dressed as a rat. And he said, Oh, what are you, a rat? What are you, a rat man? And just sped off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Quentin. You're one of our heroes. One please of the biggest inspirations for Mike Check. Please, please do our podcast. Please crash the Mike Check podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need more people crashing things. No one crashes big no media one. events anymore. It's just it's just freaking Vince Bourne and Owen Wilson Do crashing. Remember- <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the um the serial pests? Who's the serial pest? He's this guy from Newcastle and mm. he became famous for crashing big pu- he crashed um the Melbourne Cup. He ran onto the track during the Melbourne Cup. Oh, right. And oh the, God, um, did he get trampled by a horse? No. He crashed <laughs> the he crashed um Big Brother as well. He oh. crashed um the Quentin's gig. The <laughs> Olympics like a soccer match at the Olympics. Like Sid Millionoli. He pulled the net down. Oh and his goodness. most famous one is he crashed Michael Hutchinson's funeral. Oh, no. And he got up in the middle of the funeral during Nick Cave singing um, Into My Arms and started miming being hung. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs> he's my favourite comedian. Wow. <laughs> and he, he's uh, the serial pest. That's uh, his doesn't name. he teach comedy school in Newcastle? <laughs> That's where you learn all about him. He's always if you're in Newcastle, you can always spot him around. He goes by the name Shock. Check him out. Oh, he's still you still see him around. Yeah. Oh, what a twist. He also faked his own death at one point. Fuck. Who came to his funeral? Me. I went and mimed. <laughs> <laughs> I mimed crashing things. Uh, let's talk a bit more but about Another Tommy. Newcastle, Super Hubert. Is, have oh, you yeah. talked about him on the podcast? No. no he would be. He is like the gong show. Because he, he was a, oh, a big hit on Red yeah. Faces. It's, it's pretty similar to Red Faces. Yeah, it is. It's, it's gong and it's gong and red. There's no red It is Red Faces. But it is Red Faces. Yeah. yeah. But Red Faces was probably ripping off the gong show. To be fair, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think Let's this is the it. horniest Tommy Maitland has been in the entire Gong shows. These two episodes back to back. Do you use "horny" as like a synonym for like 
performing well. Like if a bit of both, but this literally he was fucking horny. Or the like whole he time. was. I think he, he all his jokes urgent. were very sexual. Very he sexual. was also touchy with the women a bit. Yes, yeah. and um. But I reckon that that is not like you know how there is often stuff like that, and you're like, oh, yuck. Mm. Yeah, but I think my, that is just Tommy Maitland. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Andy Kaufman didn't smoke or drink, but when he was Tony Clifton, he would. He would mm. be a riot. Yeah, so I think that like Mike Myers would not want to touch anyone. No, no. But also Austin Powers did the same thing. He was also quite a famously horny. You yeah, could say. one of the horniest characters in <laughs> oh, cinema. And that bloody Love Guru. Love Guru is really horny. Yeah. He's horny. Like Mike is. I think on as a person day to day, he's probably not right, touching he... people. He's probably not making double entendres. I would say but when Mike he channels Myers. his comedic yes. voice, it is very much it's, sexually. He charged. leads from the nutsack. Yeah, <laughs> he leads from it. Do you reckon he does this thing uh, that character comedians sometimes do? Namely, famous Sharon from Perth, <laughs> where they pretend they are not their char- like they're in character the whole time before yeah, they go yeah. on yeah. as well. Yeah. And you're like, oh hey, Bonnie, yeah, and she's like, oh I'm famous Sharon. Do you think that I I would say definitely for Tommy Maitland? Absolutely, I don't think he would probably say. I'm Tommy, but I reckon he would talk in the voice. He would yeah. do the voice. Yeah, he went full Austin with the voice this week. Yeah, he's getting more and more shagadelic. Yes, definitely. He's, he's, he's leaning really away from a stiff upper lip and leaning more towards the a like... stiff lower dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have an interesting tale about when people do that. Yes, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Oh, it was um, in Brisbane mm. at a comedy gig at the um, airport. <laughs> no, I was at the Newmarket Hotel mm. in the year 2012, possibly 13. Mm-hmm. Jeff said he was on. <laughs> um, he's a, a comedian and he was wearing a hat and he was in ca- a, ca- a character. Okay. And as maybe a guy named Frederick or something. Okay. Who is like kind of deadpan, one line is like, hello. Um, and he, he did finish his performance and as he went off the stage, Damien Power. Mm. No relation to Austin Powers, um, <laughs> or Austin Tate. A great, great, a great, uh, great comedian, Damien Power. He said to uh, um, this this mm. performer, he said, "Oh, great job!" And um, the guy, Frederick or Jeff or whatever, said, "Oh, no, 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 I can't talk now. I'm in character." And then he went and he came back without the hat. And he was like, "Oh, sorry about that. I was in." in ca- but it's like if you oh were, if you were in the character, you he wouldn't, wouldn't admit to being in character. Yeah, yeah. That see, that's a sign of a faker. A that's, true person would never say. Like Sasha Baron Cohen would never. He would he'd never. just stay as Grimsby. I've got one that's. I'm being Grimsby right now. I can't yeah. talk, mate. <laughs> I'm yeah. really the Grimsby. I'm in character as the chasing man from Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, once this is a sad tale of me in one of those situations. I used to work at a DVD store in Australia called Sanity mm. and it is uh, there's there's a few around still this was this was only a few years ago and there was one day where I got called up to come into work um, not uh, to work at the store but to be an actor because oh. they were like oh you're a comedian you do acting you can come you can come do this thing for us Effie the char- the comedy character played by Mary Custis <laughs> cool. who uh, was like you know I watched Greeks and LaRouche she had Acropolis now these are fan. all these are all big shows for people in the Mediterranean community in Australia <laughs> we have to watch these shows growing up so she was a big hero of mine mm-hmm. and they said come on in they're going to film a 
sketch and we want you to be in a sketch of her. Wow. And I really freaked out. I thought this is going to be a bit of a break for me or exciting opportunity. <laughs> so I had to put on my sanity uniform, which was like an ugly sales shirt that had um, uh, Give the Gift of Comedy This Christmas written on it. And on the back, it just had Carl Barron one-liners down it. So it was a very awesome. upsetting shirt. Awesome. And, Do you still uh, have that? Yeah, it's in my cupboard. Can I'll, I have I'll, it? Yeah, you can chuck it on if you want. <laughs> so we went, so I went there, and then Mary Christmas was there, Effie, fully in character the, as with Effie, with the beehive hair, dude, with the beautiful big hair, and so she's always like, "Oh yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know," she talks like that. She oh, talks with a big her. accent. I love Effie. She's a great character, one of the great, mm. super funny Australian character, and um, they. So I got behind the counter, like, all right, so she's going to come up to you. You just have to improvise with her and try and sell her a DVD or say oh, there's wow. like Oh, wow, it's like a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah, Holy so it was like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm doing improv with one of the greats. I'm like getting stoked about it. And so she's trying to buy her own CD, which it wasn't like a series of songs performed by her. It was just a 90s track. So she DJ going, yeah, that song was pretty good, huh? Here's the next one. That's like all it was. Oh, she's doing skits between tracks? Doing skits. She's doing a skits mix. <laughs> skits mix 44. <laughs> and then they, she comes up. She's, we do this scene. They never filmed my side of it. They just filmed oh, over my oh. shoulder, so you could just see my fat ear in the in the clip. <laughs> and then I was like, kind of a bit devastated after that. But it was like my first Sydney comedy festival coming up like that week. Mm. So I was like, oh hey, um, Mary, I was, it was very exciting to meet you. I was, you know, I'm a big fan. I'm a little Greek boy, so yada yada yada. Mm. And she's like, yeah, you're pretty good looking. I'll give you that. And never oh, broke character. And it just wow. felt so brutal to me that she just was herself even though i said hey i'm i'm in your world you called her mary and she still answered yeah as i think effie. i called her mary and she just she answered us effie totally she's too deep she or, was it's too also deep. probably for people like that it's a real way of just deflecting any oh, any interaction yeah, i think so and then we took a photo together and i looked awful i never looked worse than a photo and she looks fucking amazing. Yeah, though. she's a 10. She's a 10. No wonder they didn't yeah. put you on camera. Yeah. <laughs> looking like shit. <laughs> you show up looking like trash. It's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. It's no wonder trash. you weren't in the sketch here looking like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Okay, yeah. I get it. I suck. Yeah, first ever male hag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we learned something about Tommy Maitland this week about his his matador hat. Oh, yeah. so we, <laughs> Tommy Maitland wears a matador's hat, which is something that we don't really like. We like seeing that beautiful, that floppy, thick head of yeah, hair. Right. I think it's fair to say, not only do we not like it, we hate the hat. We hate the hat. It's a bad look. We don't get it. We um, thought it was a traditional accoutrement with a tuxedo, but apparently it's just a matador's None of his hat. other characters have worn hats. <laughs> well, Cat in the Hat, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in the name. Now, it's yeah. in the name. So Tommy Maitland uh, posted on Facebook mm. a photo of... That's the saxophonist, I believe, from the uh, band. The band saxophonist wearing the matador hat. And it says, uh, the caption is, This cheeky monkey stole my matador hat. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth gave me that hat when we ran with the bulls together in 1979. So Tommy Maitland probably <laughs> rooting Queen Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. I mean, I... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. I didn't even know she ran with the Bulls, but that's awesome. Maybe running with the Bulls is... um. Oh, One of famous entendres okay. that Tommy uh, employs. Maybe I should comment on it and say, Tommy, confirm or deny. Does running with the bulls mean shooting your load? <laughs> Blowing the wad? Tommy, confirm or deny. Did the queen have Princess Diana assassinated? <laughs> <laughs> we would love to know. If we could break that story she on the mic. She placed that pile on there in the tunnel. I know it. Do you think Mike Myers knows about you guys? I guess everyone asks that and says that. No, we don't know. We don't know. We doubt it very much. I don't think he has much of a social media presence. Or much drip. like you, Sam yeah. Campbell. Another comedic auteur. Yeah, I would who, say you are a bit Mikeyan. You know, a Stanley Kubrickian figure. You also famously <laughs> difficult to be around. Yeah. Set up tunnels between your trailer and set <laughs> yeah. so you Does don't have to it? talk to people. He's yeah. got tunnels? Yeah, he has plastic tunnels set up so he doesn't have to like walk What, under the ground? No, no above, above ground. ground. Like in like E.T.? E. <laughs> That's almost weird. That's like in the hat. <laughs> So he would go in his trailer, he'd get in the cat in the hat costume and all that shit, and then he'd go into a plastic tunnel and walk straight to set. Didn't have to interact with anyone. That's a true story. Would you love to do that? Sounds right up your alley. I do do like to be alone for three days at a time. (laughs) (laughs) If you could have three days. You still live next to an abattoir. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So we did learn that. I don't know. I mean, I think. I think. Tommy is coming into his own a little bit. I still Ooh, think was that, that a euphemism? The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Mayland, euphemism? He's coming into his own matador hat. Okay. <laughs> I still think that the um, the backstory is better than the actual For character sure. itself, but I want to see more of him. And I think he shines best, as we've learnt with Dana, when he has a great dais of judges mm. to work with. And we got a real mixed bag in these two episodes. Totally we did. The first episode that we watched, the dais was uh, none other... Then Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms, the famous Wolfpack member. Yes, and he was, um, he was, uh, we'll get into that. And then we also had Alison Bree <laughs> mm-hmm. and Will Arnett. Mr. From Will Mark Arnett. Maron's Glow. Yeah, from Glow. He's sexy. Don't you think he's sexy? <laughs> no, uh, Alison Bree was in, uh, in Glow. Yeah, Will Arnett is from Flakes. Will Arnett's from Netflix's Flakes. Yeah, Netflix's Flakes. And Horseman. Yeah, and the Horseman himself. <laughs> Bodger Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Episode two, we had a, a slightly better panel, I would say. Rob Riggle 
Uh, also from The Hangover. Yeah. Not a member of the Wolfpack, though. Yeah, and also from The Canoga, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Also Ken not a... Maybe an unofficial Wolfpack member. I'd say he's right up there with the Wolfpack. I think he's what the makes f- the Hangover work. He's like the fifth Wolfpack. Mm. With there's a lot of Hangover alums yeah. have been on this show. And but Regina Hall. Is from SM2. Scary Movie. From SM2. S- from Scary Movie 2. Yep. SM2. Very funny. Very funny actor. She was... Yeah. Oh, but should we start with these, for this first... Let's start with the first lot. Clowns. Okay. Ed Helms. No secret on this podcast. He tanked it. He yeah. really bombed Ed and Helms turned the audience on off his side That's immediately. Thing. With this kind of show, if you're if you're a judge on this kind of show, you can't be a serious judge. No. You have to be making jokes. You have to be enjoying yourself, laughing. The guy was giving a classic compliment sandwich every time, but this is a crazy audience being hyped by the greatest <laughs> MC to have ever walked this earth, Tommy Maitland. So they're already into it. So when he's saying the good stuff, they can feel the butt coming along. Yeah. And it's a big butt. Yeah. It's a bubble butt. It's Ed it's Helms' badonkadonk butt. <laughs> so they can feel the butt coming along. When he starts the critique... They all start booing They're him. booing him. And then Ed Helms can't close a sandwich. It's a fucking open-faced grill, which is no one's favourite type of food to eat. Yeah, he sucks. He's an A4 piece of paper. He's just nothing. He's a he's nothing. nothing. He's a bland. He's a nothing man. But he's, here's the thing. I was saying it to you guys. I think he's really funny when he's acting out of control. Like when, like in those famous it. Wolfpack trilogy, Yeah, when he has his tooth pulled out or he gets a tattoo on his face or a big pair of beautiful tits in the third one <laughs> oh, and when he's he goes spiraling out of control that's so psycho funny. in the office when yeah. he loses it there but when yeah. he's being a real person he's just not funny well that's he's the thing because a the, mormon you know he's mm. such a like you know a straight normal nice guy the crowd didn't feel that they no they they didn't trust him no because no. you don't know him fear and yeah he just yeah he even did that classic thing where he like walked back from gonging you could tell he he shouldn't have gonged it everyone went off at him yep. and he just had this smile like yeah like a pained you know? fake yeah. smile like oh god just let this yeah. take and i bet he thought it would be easy but this isn't doing a monologue at the ucb this is middle america yeah, yeah this that's is the gong right. show. this yeah, is real exactly. comedy for real yes, people it's you're not, in the shit of it all ed. You're in the shit ed and we don't know who you are, but then we have Alison Brie, who is a... She's charming. She's charming. She's charming. She doesn't she's have to fun. do very much. She has the middle position, which I think is the easiest spot, mm-hmm. where you just have to be friendly and be nice. And she was on board with everything. And she knows what her persona is. She's mm. a bit flirty. She's a bit funny. She can be mean, but she has the big baby eyes that kind of undercut it all. She knows what she is. She was incorrigible. She was. She I think she was okay. I mean, I've listened to mm. other stuff and seen stuff with with her, and mm. it's been fantastic. But this, I didn't think she got a chance to shine. No, she, she definitely she, didn't. And yeah. I blame Dirty Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Ed, Ed Helms. Just Ed Helms. You know, it's like you can't be comfortable when your weird hu- mm. cousin is there or whatever. It's just yeah, making yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, just when there's a guy bombing and you're stuck with him. Oh, yeah, God. but the worst part about his bomb, I think, was that he kept at a certain point. He realised he was bombing. Yes. So then he totally changed his tack and started trying, trying to pander to, to the audience. Really? He gave out pretty much exclusively tens. Ten, nines yeah. and tens. Yeah, he gave like great compliments the to guy, everyone. Ed Helms got booed for giving a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was crazy. But I think my thoughts are juxtaposed to Ken Jong in episode five were that if you're going to be the villain on the judging panel... Eat it up, bitch. Become the most lovable villain. Yeah. Like, the most fucking... Just be mean, gong mm. all the time, commit to your insults. Have a little yeah. shtick as well to yeah. kind of fall back on, which Ken Jong did. Yeah. Uh, Ken Jong, he 
would only give tens to Asian performers, <laughs> performers of the Orient. That's funny. <laughs> and that was very funny. And then yeah. Regina Hall got on board with it as well. Who was the other nine. judge in the first episode? Uh, the other Will one was Arnett. Will Arnett. Oh, show yeah, yeah. executive producer. So he Will gets Arnett. the show because it's his, it's his thing. It's his baby. And do you think he's sexy? <laughs> <laughs> do you think I think he's sexy. I think that was very funny. He's uh, he's tete a tete with uh, Tommy Maitland was some yeah. of the finest. They have because they, they have a great chemistry because he think. always is flirting with him. Tommy's always flirting with Will Arnett, and it's Will, <laughs> he's and sometimes always, rude. Like they, he's always like, yeah. "You'd like that, wouldn't you? Will you?" Masturbator, just accusing Will of being a famous masturbator, which is not something that we know about Will and but I guess is now <laughs> well, I guess canon. He's the titular <laughs> yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. and Bojack Horseman. That's true. So. That's true. There was one great joke where he was like, like he was like. This next act reminds me of a folder on Willana's computer. Little juggling boy. Little boy juggling. It was yeah. very funny. Yeah. I and did I think like that. what we decided decided about Tommy Maitland's that we are going to put into the canon of what we think he is is that Tommy Maitland. Don't put me in a canon. <laughs> I might shoot off. <laughs> Tommy Mallon. Tommy are you Mal- writing for the yeah. show. I would love. I, I reckon when you know, I'm good. At, I think I'm good at thinking of those ones they do after. Mm. Oh, when yeah. he goes, get him a cup of tea and like something yeah. else. Mitzi, go put his feet up on the sofa and nibble on his little cords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Tommy Maitland, I do declare, might have a wavering position. On the Kinsey scale. Yeah, that's right. Now, we believe that sexuality is a spectrum or a shrectrum. A shrectrum. Um, <laughs> on one side... Garth. Is, is Garth. The on the side, other side is Wayne. Wayne. Oh. And Austin is around there. Austin somewhere. floats in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And I think Tommy also is someone who floats in the middle where he's... I'm going to say it. I think Tommy's bi. Tommy's bisexual. I think he's bi, but he has never had the courage to really mm, suck a chubby... <laughs> I really I think that the idea of it really turns him on like probably he maybe watches some naked men and stuff online like say if he were to think about sucking a chubby at night Ooh. in the morning if he fell down the stairs he'd break his pajamas they'd shatter yeah <laughs> his pajamas would shatter but I think he's, he flirts with men and women but I think sure. there's something about the men where it's like a little bit more standoffish but he's Reveling in every minute of the tarling. That's what I'd <laughs> I say. It's, I, maybe it's an American thing, or maybe it's just a sign of it, like you know, being a bit more progressive. Mm. But the characters that he, the people he's based on, would mm. never ha- display these traits. I don't think so. Like no. Bernard Manning and no, Roy, no, Roy no, Chubby no, no. Brown. No, yeah, like, like working English comics. Yeah, that's like, true. It, I love it. It I makes think it's him good. stand up. Tommy Cooper. Yeah, it's a real. Um, it's a thing that is common in most of his characters though they're always a little bit like flirty to men adventurous yeah they're adventurous they don't care they're like it's a shame that there's more because imagine if Benny Hill was attracted to men and women he'd be (laughs) chasing everyone he's chasing the girl nurses and the doctors come out he's like whoa whoa." (laughs) but I think as well that is what I would love to see for the storyline of this series his through line his character arc would be for him to finally hook up with a dude at the end if Will Arnett and Tommy Maitland just admit it and just fucking you know get it on jeez louise yeah i'd love to see, i mean wouldn't I you love to see that I will arnett it... has played a similar character that in, in 30 rock where he was yeah. oh, very yeah. in love with uh, jack yeah that's right that's right yeah will arnett also is a, a guy who is 
makes flirty eyes with men a little mm. bit, you know, uh, uh, similar to, I guess, me. I do. Yeah, you just know, me. I'm, doing it, I'm looking you up and down say. right now. And I, I, I mean, I did declare that I will shatter my underwear later this evening. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of shattered clothing is... <laughs> so it's nitrogen, baby. Cold cum. <laughs> I cum nos. Um, okay, so that was panel number one. Panel number two, Rob Riggle. Oh, uh, Robert Regina Hall and Ken Jong, a much more lively mm. panel. No one bombed. Not yeah. at all. Not even close to. Well, it was just a. The atmosphere was so much yep. better. They mm. were just having fun. And it exactly. just goes to show that on this kind of show, you need the panel needs to be curated so perfectly. I think so. You need people with real energy and charisma, and who are they don't need to like think of real criticisms. Like who no. cares? Just say funny shit, make fun of people. I think they need to be people that can embrace it and be really sucked in and energized by the acts as well. Yeah. Stephen Brody Stevens. He'd be a great actor for this. He's probably doing warm up for this show. He probably yeah. is the warm up guy for this show. I thought Regina Hall was stand MVP of the Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She yes. was so good. She was so funny. There was a guy called Nerdy Nick. Nerdy yeah. Nick. And she yeah. called him Dirty Mike. Dirty Mike. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone's like, oh, that, that. and then she goes, you should be called Dirty Mike. <laughs> she made him change his name. And he <laughs> was Mike. just like, you know, your regular run of the mill Poindexter. <laughs> yeah. And it made him a little bit more special. But I think what's so good about this kind of panel is like, because the acts aren't funny themselves mm, no. even if it's like a humorous actor or whatever when it comes to them having to talk at the end of their performance yeah oh it's so unbearable because yeah. they're all like street performers and they're one joke and wonders and, basically yeah they're like very talented and it's fun to watch them but mm. like at the end of the day they are unbearable people yes and they're psychos you need to have a panel of judges that are willing to kind of like Make fun of them or Muck not it care. up with the psychos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who was the biggest psycho on this? Oh, <sighs> definitely that man yeah. with a coloured beard who was singing a song about like... Oh, hot dogs like and hot apple dog. sauce. This is all that... Hot dogs know. and apple sauce. Yeah. yeah. He was like your regular street performer and he put like dye in his little beard. And he looked like, like a, Stephen Brody Steve. He did. But he he's did like look. a parody of one of those dudes. Like, And then he, he screamed... I'm gonna live forever. Yes, which is funny when I first heard it in 2012. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's a, just a, I don't know. I don't he was a real psycho, and there was he also, did look funny like a bird. He did look like a little <laughs> little skinny chicken. Uh, but also, that one of the other good, one of the interesting acts was there was a returning guest from the original Chuck Barris Gong Show. Oh, this was yeah. his fourth appearance on the Gong Show franchise. Yeah. He'd won the other three. This time he came, he came close-ish, but he didn't win. Mm. And he looked like an old prospector from Toy Story 2. That was pretty cute. I said that, and then Ken Jong said it. So I guess I'm as good as Ken Jong. You're as good as Dr. Ken. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think, and he uh, called in Dr. Ken. Yeah, you got to have respect awesome. for Dr. Ken. I think the biggest psycho that we saw on these two episodes was not a contestant, but a special performing mm. guest, David Arquette. Oh, that was great, though. <laughs> David Arquette, the actor, the comedic actor, David yeah, what, Arquette. What, what Dewey you, from Scream. What, what were you calling those kind of performances? Hayseeds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. There was a lot of hayseed like performances. Hayseeds. Because, like, David Arquette had a, like, little backup dancers that were marionette vegetables. Yeah. Yes. And, it's kind and of he also like had a, a, um, a ventriloquist dummy. It's like um, jug band music. There's like three mm. or four acts like this where it's like jug band, washboard, kind of like... 
almost bluegrassy type yeah, shit. Yeah, bluegrassy, like Appalachian style yeah. music. And, and David Ed Arquette Helms came was out. fucking eating it up. <laughs> Helms, banjo famous bitch. Hayseed loves that shit. <laughs> 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 little banjo bitch Helms. But David Arquette came out as, I guess, he requested to be on the show mm. and uh, sang this kind of like jug bandy song with a ventriloquist dummy and he's dressed in like all white like a southern he looks, creature. Yeah, he looked like Colonel Sanders. And then he came out again and sang Shaving Cream with Old Mate. Yeah. And I think David Arquette is one of showbiz's biggest psychos like a but real, in a loving way yeah like a real lunatic yeah, yeah. he's and fun. eccentric eccentric and eccentric yeah. he's fun there's like this uh shia labeouf mm. trying to sound like i know anything about pop culture but i do a bit i guess yeah you do I you're do. wonderful minds but that's like shia labeouf he's like too mm. too serious Sh- yeah, more, yeah, yeah he should be less shia labeouf and more shia LaGoof. <laughs> have, have a have little fun bit of fun with him muck around Stop shying away from being a goon. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favourite. Uh, that was some good shit. Moment. Yeah, I like that. Um, there was a few. There was another act that brought the energy as well. I thought the uh, it, it was a one of the acts that tied at the end, and they tied with um, uh, an act that was an old man dancing with a young woman. Oh, this was oh, in they the were first episode. Hasty. Very yeah. hasty. They were, and the, it was. You'd think they were father and daughter because he touched her belly at the end of the performance. <laughs> but then he because if if I did a performance and you touched the belly with, my, of your with someone else and I touched their belly, they'd obviously it'd be some kind of parental figure yes. or my child. Yes. Yeah. And then Alison Brie is obviously you know clocked onto. Yeah. She's she like, said, "What's, what's the relationship?" And he said, "We're very close family friends." Yeah, close family she said, friends. She, he's my dance partner. And then he said, I've been teaching her dance since she was four. And she's and he said, currently like 21 years and old. She said, and, I, and he said, shut up! <laughs> said, and he said, shut up! You shut up! You shut up! You shut up! You shut up! I think there was something quite sweet about their friendship. But, mm. it wasn't, but why it wasn't touching stuff. on the belly, though? Well, I touch why all the, my female friends on the belly. Why the light? <laughs> what? Slightly touching. Tosh yeah, style. Tosh style. Why, <laughs> Tosh boy no style. Why was he lightly um, <laughs> tracing... Her navel with his <laughs> index finger, threatening to what dip I'll his say, finger in. Every now and then, when mm. a man has a, a feeling uh, in his loins, I live next to an abattoir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but the other act that they were up against was a Scottish tr- a troop oh, yeah. of bagpipers. Oh, that was mm. whack. And I remember uh, Mrs. Maitland said. Um, I love seeing a man with his pipe and bag just to compare it to my own. And yeah. I thought that was quite uh, And I also thought line. when they started playing, Mike, probably underneath those prosthetics, mm. shedding a little tear for He's his like, dad. Yeah, daddy, yep. loved the, daddy loved the pipes. Shrek based <laughs> on a Scotsman. The dad from Summer and Axe Murder, Scotsman. Fat bastard. Fat bastard. <laughs> He's a Scotsman. Oh, yeah, I think he was probably underneath those prosthetics, shedding a couple of tears, yeah. looking skywards, thinking of Papa. Maybe he used to watch the gong show with his dad. Yeah, maybe. You know, he's getting emotional under there. And it's just like, it's nice to know that it always comes back to his father. Always back to father. Yeah. I, I I honestly thought that maybe Mike was like, why aren't I doing Fat Bastard today? Yeah. So I could be fattening it up with these fat ladies. <laughs> fat ladies see, hey, big spender, and then these boys with their bagpipes, you know? I could be in here mucking around too. 
<laughs> but alas, he's only got a fat head. Yes, Tommy just a fat Tommy Maitland. <laughs> Tommy Maitland, his joints are quite stiff, wouldn't you say? I think, yeah, I think the guys... He loves. He me. made a joke about having a hernia. I yeah. think maybe. <laughs> he said that he's got four hernia belts and he walks around like a guy that does have a hernia. <laughs> so. He does march around. He does. Like a little wind-up toy. <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? Um, I think, Sam, you said this when we are watching it, is that... An Australian performer that we know is going to be a contestant on this show. This I is allegedly, not, allegedly. This, this I heard. Yeah. I, if it, if it's coming from me and not the two experts in the field, mm. who knows? Well, we don't look ahead to the golf show. We like to be surprised by it. Yeah. But I think Asher Trelevin, Australian comedian, mm. and his um, performing partner, his blushing bow. <laughs> I feel bad that I, I don't know her name. Aren't they called Bunny and that's the That's the name of the act. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's um, Peter and Bambi Heaven. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, they're Gold Coast magicians. But mm. I think they're going to do an act on the show. That's cool. If that happens, if that happens, we will track down Asher Trelevin, mm. yeah. interview... I think we've only met him once between us. Yeah, probably. And But interview and get all the scoop on Tommy Maitland. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. We need more Aussies on the gong. Did, I did once ride on the front of his bike. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, he had this giant bike mm. and everyone was telling me to jump on the front of it and he's like, nah, and I was like, oh, no way. But then everyone was like, do it. And then I was riding and I guess I had... Um, <laughs> Did he my, have pegs or something? My life in his... It was a giant... Because he's huge. Mm. Mm. He's a so, very tall, slender man. Yeah, it was a really... Not unlike slender man. <laughs> <laughs> this bike, I honestly think it was bigger than a horse. Awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah. exciting. I hope that they are on it. Peter and Bambi Heaven will keep an eye on it. They're very funny. I hope they're on it. I'm going to... Um, if they are, I will try and track them down again. We'll track him down. That would be very exciting. It got me thinking, what would an Australian gong show panel mm. be like? Because mm. mm. the dream would be us three boys up on the dais. That would be great. Yeah, that would be so fun. I think we could handle it. Oh, as in... I would the probably ju- be the, the judge. Who's, I mean, first of all, Honestly, who's hosting could... it? Effie? Effie could be a great host of the oh. Gong Show, really, because yeah. it would have to be. It have to be. In it has to be character. Now. I think Chris Lilly. <laughs> and, <he could>, <laughs> <laughs> and change our host every on, week. As S Mouse, he does <laughs> a lot of interesting uh, characters. Yeah, yeah okay, he, Chris Lilly as S Mouse as mm, the host. Briggs as the as the band leader. <laughs> Yeah, the AV originals of the band. Yeah, That's that exciting. would be really awesome. But we could. There's so many great Aussie characters that could be the hosts. You know, you could get Dame Edna Everidge. Mm, yeah, Cheeky Monkey, not far from Hello Possum. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's only one step away. Con the Fruiterer, perhaps. Oh my God, couple of acts. <laughs> We've got a couple, couple of acts left. Yeah, That's and Maria could um, be Mitzi. Yeah, Kylie Mole. <laughs> Pointer would be Pointer. <laughs> Pointer would be excellent. Pointer would be cool. Um, if we could get Eric Banner to host the Australian version of the Gong Show, that would be fantastic. And oh, like the judges, I really do. I have this mm. high hope that if this ever happens, it, they would get a cool group of young rotating yeah. judges to come in. You know, so roastmaster people generals. like us can get yeah, in exactly. there. But at the end of the day, it will most likely just be legacy acts. Yeah, going to be seeing. Shane Jacobson. Shane Jacobson. Yeah. yeah Shannon Noll. Guy Sebastian. Like, yeah. That was that was off the wall, guys. <laughs> that was just out there. What if K 
Kenny hosted the gong show. Oh. Not Kenny, who's a speechless character from South Park, <laughs> but Kenny, who is a humble man and from not Australian... Quentin Kenny Hand. <laughs> yeah. He's a humble Australian plumber who digs up shitty toilets and uh, portaloos and stuff from a famous mockumentary from Australia called Kenny, which actually was the last feature comedy film ever made in Australia. That's not true. Name one A few other. best men. Okay, there's one, <laughs> one, one half after that. Oddball! Oddball, yeah, also says Shane Jacobson. You haven't considered Oddball. Shane <laughs> Sorry, Jacobson has been in every movie that's come out since yeah. Kenny. That yeah, was he made really here, has. I think. He's Charlie always winking. Boots. Yeah. <laughs> He's always winking. He's a winker. He's like, get on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the most humble hands that Australia has. I reckon he's yeah. very impressed. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Someone would like pull out their phone and be like, oh, what, oh great. What kind of phone have you got? <laughs> he's actually hosting a show not a unlike seven? the gong show. Is that a seven? <laughs> he's, hosting a, he's hosting like a kids gong show Did really? you see that? No. Yeah He's hosting a show for like children to show their weird talents So there is a gong show in Australia Yeah, it's for kids And Kenny is hosting it and Kenny's hosting it So we it. predicted oh, it outrageous. Or posthumously predicted it Unfortunately we didn't predict it We just knew it. We kind of <laughs> Tragically <laughs> we didn't We didn't actually predict it It was just uh, Tragically it was out there in the world it was And out we just there kind of locked onto it we just subconsciously it. absorbed it mm. Tragically. Sadly it wasn't <laughs> Well, that's exciting. Australian Gong Show. I'd love to see it happen. If you're listening, producers, and I know you are. Stan, if you're out there giving a listen to us. Stan have been taking notes of some things that... They have. Yes, they were on board with some of my tweets, so I reckon we've got a chance of making the Gong Show... Wollongong show, maybe we could call it. Frenchie would have to host it. Yeah, unfortunately. Sadly, tragically, Frenchie would have to... They'd have to be the host of the Wollongong show, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, this is great stuff. Wow. Excellent stuff. Uh, We we will join you for another recap of the Gong show in a couple of weeks. But before we go, I just want to ask Sam one final question. It's an important question that we ask all of our guests. Uh, Did anything during this show make you feel horny? Baby. And you have to admit it. I thought the whole thing was horny. All right. <laughs> hey, wonderful. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the boy's got broken pajamas down here. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Thanks so much for being a guest on our show, Sam. Thank you so much. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stop tearing up, mate. Don't worry. Yeah. Just hold it. Yeah, yeah, emotional. The next one, Abbott's one. I can't hear the animals, but I, um, I can, can smell, smell them. them. I can smell them. The no, perfume of uh, death is in, at once nauseating and fascinating. <laughs> and it's quite erotic, one might say. That actually makes me horny. Um, well, now, I love the smell of blood. You are famously, like Mike Myers, absent from social media. Mm. But what have you got coming up that our listeners can check out? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to be, speaking of Mike Myers, I will be at Myers. <laughs> the department store show. That's exciting Shopping I or will be um, Window shopping In the Christmas display Okay I will be um, <laughs> What are you doing? Playing a Which character? 24 hour piece Okay, okay. Uh, You know Are you playing a naughty elf? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's crazy Well Sam Actually this September You've got your Sydney Fringe comedy show We'll be trialling a new hour of comedy. Oh, yeah. 
I'm doing that, and I'm also my friend Eric and I have made, are making a web series called Nippers mm-hmm. that Alexi was the um, first AD for for a few days, and then I passed out from heat stroke he- and he got- never returned to sense. You got heat stroke, uh, and that will be out on Comedy Central. In November, I think. It's a very, very funny series called Nippers. And next year, I'm hoping to do a show, uh, a live show, um, a, tape, a show where people play table tennis, but it's like wrestling and there'll be like villains and um, a lot of video and multimedia. Um, well, you truly have a touched mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like competition aspect. Like, that's yeah. why I like the gong show and stuff like that mm. and like the villains. And Will there be a prize? I was, would you be, I was, I want Whoa, people, am I going to be the prize? <laughs> I need, I want, I want guys dangling over the, 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 um, the table as the people play. Like by, on a wire? On a harness. Okay. Like, I'm not in, I don't want to be suspended. Ball, if, if the ball goes too high, you catch it. <laughs> like cherubs. Suspended yeah. by hooks. Yeah. Okay, no thanks. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to sign Alexi up for that. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to do a camera. I just yeah. think that would be great. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's that <laughs> yeah. easy. Two people. And, that, but that's, and it's not my original idea. It's, I'm working on it with Ray Badrin. Oh, right. Ray Badrin. Yeah, but he hasn't been returning my emails. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like it's all going there. But Elia, the manager from Century Entertainment, said that he would produce it. Well, okay. if you've got his word, then <laughs> it's very locked in. Story. Yeah, yeah. Because I was so excited it. and like manic when I was uh, like, I love mm. talking about it, like this idea. Because <laughs> I think it'd be crazy. Like you get all like big, big stars and stuff, yeah. and you'd build up these stories, and you'd also hire pro professional um, table tennis yeah. players to pose as the lowly open micers. Oh, that's great. That's really yeah. good. You yeah. could get Shane Jacobson to do it. <laughs> oh, I reckon you could. I reckon you could get changed. Yeah, we actually are looking for um, someone to play a big, fat, stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm busy, feel free to call Shane. <laughs> so, I don't know why I said that. Oh, man. No, we're leaving that in. Um, uh, have we got anything to plug? We've, yes. got, we've got Austin Powers. We are screening Austin Powers on August 16th, Wednesday night, in a couple of weeks at the Golden League Couple Cinema. of weeks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yes, which one? The first one? The first one is set. The International 20th, Man of Mystery. 20th yeah. anniversary screening, would you believe it? We're hosting it. They got us. Ooh. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? They chose us to host the 20th anniversary screening of Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. But that's um, Heather Graham. No, no, it's baby. Liz Hurley. A trick question, and you and you truly are the experts you claim to be. <laughs> Please, Shrek's first. Yes, we are Shrek's You're going to come down and hang out with us there? I'd like to, yeah. I'll yeah. check my calendar. Or should I say, my Wayne's Wallader. I got a bit loopy doing this. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, that's the vibe that we're giving out. What, um, have, what have you got come come out as individuals uh, as individuals I can't remember off the top of my head let's I just want to plug the Austin Powers thing I've got mm-hmm. a, I've got two fringe shows that I don't really want to plug coming up but you can google you them can, if you want to you can, later on you Cameron can James Sydney close. Fringe um, whatever you called it what's the name of it I'm doing two split bills one with Becky Lucas one with Summer. Sam Taunton and Tom Cashman. Oh, great. One with the boys, one with the girls. Yeah, right. You split it up. Split I'm a real up. Tommy Maitland that way. What about um, you, Alexi? On August 9th, I'm You're hosting... working on your afters project? I'm working on my final film for film <laughs> school. But on August 9th, I am hosting the opening program launch night for the Sydney Underground Film Festival at wow, the Factory Theatre. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yes, awesome. my third year doing it. And you're so applying to be a, an official uh, critic. I'm applying to be an official film critic. I'm trying to join the, the Film Critics Association of Australia. Far so, out. Please, guys. If you, I gotta get, in. get in, can you get me a 
press pass to any movies that I, I want to I think that's to. what I can do. All right, that's well, why that's... I'm trying to do it so we can get press passes. Yeah, so I'm so yeah, sick so of paying good. that eleven dollars fifty that I, I have know. to pay. I know. That's I saw the beguiled at Newtown Dindy, mm. and there was a blackout halfway through. Guys, I'm sick of this shit. Let's end, <laughs> let's end the podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening, babies. We'll bye talk bye. to you very soon. Uh, see you later, Shrekies. Uh, don't forget the Max Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast that Mike buys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.